0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the latest episode of the Tea with Steve podcast. This week, we have set a new standard. Let me tell you why. My guest this week is Paul Daly from the United States. Now, Paul has an agency called Congruent, and the way that this podcast developed was that I was interviewing Paul. Paul then interviewed me. I then interviewed Paul back, and it actually became like a fireside chat. Imagine Oprah with a brew (laughs) it literally became two friends just chatting chewing things over setting the world to rights with regards to our own brands and our own goals and achievements and things that we wanted to do we talked everything about brand Personal brand and what it's like to build a personal brand. What it's about like to build the people brands. Paul talks about his um, interview with Guy Kawasaki, who you know, who shares how he feels that a lot of people are manufacturing a brand, this personal brand, and how actually, you know, a personal brand is nothing but an extension of you. And let's face it, that just ties up really, really lovely with the heart brand ethos and and concept. What's really, really interesting is I've taken so much of this. I mean, it's a complete other world when you sit there and you write out five pages of notes from your own podcast because it's that valuable to you in your business. you identified that much just quality content which I need to look back at review at the questions that were asked between us I mean for me this is exactly how I wanted the Tea with Steve podcast to be and you need to understand actually this is evolution and if you start something please don't start something with perfection in mind because you know what your first video your first podcast your first blog post are not going to be great Let's just be fair. They're not going to be the best that you can do. The best happens over time with progression and consistency and, you know, and refining things and having these good, deep, heartfelt conversations and getting the feedback. What I really, really like was that Paul shared with me he's not experienced anything in his lifetime that the Big Daddy brand is, and he's very excited about it. I'm now really, really excited to be reviewing all of these notes and building our new website, and documenting the journey and sharing our purpose with the world. So my friends, grab a pen and paper or just get deep diving into it and listen to it and then re- rewind later on and take up your notes. But there is so much to take away from this, so much to reflect on and to review. So please sit back and enjoy my podcast interview with the one and only Paul Daly. Welcome to the Tea with Steve podcast with me, your host, Stephen Thompson. This is the show dedicated to helping you find your heart brand, your purposeful and profitable personal brand. I believe that everyone has a heart brand. It's their authentic self to drive growth in themselves and those around them, which has a positive impact in our world. We are in a who era. The who is being unapologetically you, and that is your heart brand. So Join me in impacting 1 billion lives. Now let's get into the show. Because I, me personally, I think I'm completely invincible. Nothing will ever touch me. But <laughs> well, you know what will happen, don't you? Absolutely. That one thing. I, I mean, I've I've had a heart attack when I was
1: 34, and I survived that. So, I'm, so I think no. You're like, happened. I got this. What's a virus? Yeah, yeah. What's a virus? Oh man. Uh, so, well, cer- well, yeah. certainly strange times. I mean, like, I, I, yeah. I mean, it goes without saying. We're, we're going to, this is going to be a marker on our lives forever and yeah. our kids forever. And, um, it's just, just where it is. So it's good that you're healthy though. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so t- tell really me bad. about, tell me about what, what you're doing with the, with the show. Um, so, tell me about what you do in general. Like yeah. I don't have much context. So, um, the, the, the
0: podcast has been something that I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Um, and it's only until I started to fi- find my own feet. Um, so I own a, a, a small social media agency called Big Daddy. It used to be called Big Daddy PR. It's now Big Daddy Digital. Nice. Um, I first saw you on an episode with Gary V, and and I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of Gary's. I mean, I don't yeah, know if you can too. see. I don't know if you can see in the back there. There's a canvas from VaynerWorld.
1: Oh, it's so cool! Yeah, I can um, see it.
0: Well, Gary signed that for me. Very um, neat. And it was because. Um, I I met Gary, so I got into Gary. To be fair, I, I couldn't stand him to start off with. <laughs> and then, acquired taste, absolutely. And then, I, but what you were saying, I got the value in. So I was like, right, well, I'm going to give this another go. And then I went to see Gary in London when at the launch of the Ask Gary V book. I got my team some tickets, and we went down there. And and I, and I was tweeting Gary, I had tweeted him say because I said your Snapchat filters are rubbish; they don't work. So he then came back to me with angry faces and angry eyes and, um, and said, yes, they do try this, this, and this. So
1: we had a, (laughs) we had a bit of
0: banter. I said, we're in the pub next to the venue, come and have a beer with us. He didn't come, but when he walked into the venue and the music was playing, um, he spotted me at the corner and said to me, got his other Snapchat filters working. And, I, and that was my real buy-in because he yeah. recognized me, gave me that acknowledgement. And then at the end, um, it was meant to be like the, the gold tickets or whatever it was that we're only gonna, he was going to spend some time with. But he said to everybody in the audience, he was going to spend time and sign their books if you want to queue, mm-hmm. up, and queue up anyway. Mm-hmm. So we queued up and I said, you know, could you sign my book? And we started having a conversation and it was around brand and personal brand and um and he said how many books you got there and i said five said i said i said if you like you can sign them for my team so he signed everyone to an individual member of the team and then the guy like the the, the bouncer if you like um I said, him on it's time to move along and gary said no i'm having a conversation and i was like much respect and we know we had a few yeah. photos together and you know it it was only 10-15 minutes but it was a, a solid 10-15 minutes and i I my, yeah. my question was then look is it big daddy pr or is it steven as the brand and he said it doesn't matter you just keep doing you and it will evolve mm-hmm. um and i and i bought into that and i was like okay let's have a look at that and it has evolved so the the big daddy ethos is actually based on my dad not on me everyone thought that i'd built this persona for myself but around yourself so, as big yeah. daddy but the ethos is actually how my dad my he was my stepdad he looked after me from eight years old because my real dad um he died of cancer when i was young mm. and he took me under his arm and he looked after me but we still had all the fights you know the and everything and, and Oh, all the, and I, I remember when I was, a kid saying, "I'm never going to treat my kids how you treat me," but actually, <laughs> I parent my children just the same, just feet. like it, just oh, yeah. like it. You didn't need a Perspective, hundred percent. And the the name I was working for a radio station at the time when the idea came to me, and it was literally like the name fell out of the sky and dropped into my car. And then I drove around the city for a few hours trying to work out what it was because I was using social media to build my personal brand in the radio station to bring in business because Mm -hmm. I literally got into a dead man's chair. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So literally over a few few weeks and months, I started to build this sort of persona and I didn't realize what I was doing because before that, I was in in the police for 10 years. I was a detective. Oh, wow. But prior to that, I was in sales and marketing. So I came back into the sales and marketing space to try and find an identity for myself. And then I got myself a coach and he took me under his wing and then it all started to open up. And within eight months I'd left the radio station and set up my own agency off the typical side hustle. I was working 6 PM till 2 AM in the morning, bringing in clients and doing work for free. All the stuff that you've, I've heard Gary talk about. And I was like, "Hey, right, you were doing it already doing that, before, already. I was doing that <laughs> before you started talking about it, man. <laughs> and, um, and I just, I just found my way with it and then built the business up quite quickly for you know and started to outsource and and run a team of freelancers and then i had to take my foot off the pedal because i became quite poorly i was diagnosed with bowel disease Mm. and um so so i literally took my foot off the pedal looked after myself scaled back you know who was working for me and and focused on looking after my well-being Mm. and it did pay dividend and then last year i realized that i was bringing on clients that weren't the right clients Mm -hmm. so i literally all bar one fired them all and literally redesigned what i wanted to do and then i brought on the most amazing client who i still work with now and um and it was because she her purpose aligned with mine mm-hmm. and everything for me is is about purpose and it was trying to work it was trying to work out how to explain that to people who just didn't get it mm-hmm. so now i don't i just work with people who get it oh i love it and it's I for me that story thank you and for me it's very much i have a, a method or most method a theory if you like actually mm-hmm. so ironically i te- i i saw gary was on twitter and he said I'm on, I'm on twitter for half an hour ask me a question so i said i sent him this question saying i have this idea called of of, of, a, of a process called mindful marketing do you think i should go with it I'm waiting for him to say give me some context and this that, and the other he just went yes and i went okay Look out for the signs. So I have a thing called your heart brand. It's literally Mm -hmm. what's inside you, Mm -hmm. what makes you beat and how can you pull that message out of you and tell it to the world and share your your purpose. I love it. So thank you. So, um, and then I launched, I had my, I had launched a Facebook group called Tea with Steve, which is what the podcast is based on. And it's on um, my idea is if you can have a conversation, that was before
1: of... Tea with Gary V. by the way. Yeah. Two years before Tea with Gary V. Yeah. Like just put that <laughs> marker out there. <laughs> Absolutely. You're set, maybe you're the one setting the trends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so literally everything I do, whether it's a meeting, a podcast, it is over a cup of tea and there's tea in it. Um, Cause I'm from the Northwest of England and everybody in the Northwest of England has a cup of tea or as we call it a brew with, with even with their dinner, with their breakfast, every meal, everything mm-hmm. is done over a cup of tea. So I, my, my theory is if I can sit down and spend some quality time having a good conversation and a cup of tea with someone, chances are I can do good business with them. I love it. I love it. So, so tell me what stage is the podcast in? The podcast. So we've I literally episode 15 went live yesterday. So it's really, really early, really early stages. What's your, what's your frequency of release? So the idea is once a week. Perfect. So once a week, and it is literally to find, to have conversations with people who I see are taking action to build, to build their own version of their heart brand. Love it. And that's why
1: I bought into you. I totally, I totally understand. Thank you. I totally understand the heart brand thing. Just even the way you've, you you know, uh, mindful marketing, heart brand like it just connects it it makes sense which is probably why gary said yes because yeah. you know what it is the second you read it you don't need to explain it cool
0: i'm keeping all this in <laughs>
1: it's good it's good it's so, fine keep whatever you want in that's brilliant
0: <laughs> awesome right let me have some tea and then i'm gonna start grilling you Do <laughs> i'm it. not it's gonna be like this all the way through that's fine that's fine So I usually do an intro, but I just, I think the conversation has just flowed really, really well. So I'm not even worried about doing intro, but I will edit and pull an intro in beforehand. That's fine. That's fine. I trust you. I can't wait to hear it. I'm excited to even, I'm going to, after this, I I very rarely, I usually, okay, sit down, edit. Am I going to edit this? I'm going to outsource it. No, this is, this feels right for me to sit down and and
1: play with. Very cool. I'm honored too. I I know what it's like to get that thing where you're like, no, this connects so much. Like I'm going to do this one. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I get it. So you've got so let me just uh, for everyone who's going to be listening, entrepreneur, author, agency owner. Um, I say I connected with you through seeing you first with Gary Vee. It's like okay, who is this? Co- for, obviously, it's going to have to the, the beard is going to have to have a mention. <laughs> of course. And then and then I got I saw it like hang on, clarity. Let me do some research. So Paul, the, the my audience may may or may not know about you, but I, I would love to hear from your perspective how. It, I really want to understand how you built this personal brand and how you've built the brand, and now you've gone on to sort of you've got the um, congruency story. I, I want to hear about it because I'm I'm excited. I'm really really excited. So
1: just free flow. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. So um, first of all, my my thought on personal brand in the beginning, I had a conversation on my podcast. Uh, I don't know, it was a few months ago now, with uh, somebody named Guy Kawasaki, and he was one of the one of the founding or one of the first employees of apple helped market and brand that little box computer that's so you know like so ingrained in our minds um has also done a lot of big brand things and we had this conversation and he said he said you know all these people trying to build personal brands and writing books you know for doing it he's like you know sometimes i think they're just full of it right and i look at the camera and i smile because you know my audience knows like that's what i do that's what you do because and i watched that and i saw that (laughs) and i was like i'm so pleased you brought that in (laughs) And what, what you didn't get in that, because we, we kind of got that interview um, like last minute, so we only had one camera. Um, but what you couldn't see is the moment he said that, I look up at the camera, I was looking at him and I look at the camera, and I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he saw my face. And in the interview, you hear him say, what, did I did I say something wrong, you know? And I and I told him what I do. And then, you know, then he felt the need to clarify. And, you know, I think that that moment helped me define even more so what a personal brand is because... You know, we, we both follow Gary Vaynerchuk and Gary mm-hmm. say, well, it's reputation. Um, and I think that building your personal brand should really be and has to be just an extension of you and who you really are. Now, it doesn't, I think ideally, it's, it's I don't think building a personal brand can ever be all of you because we never know all of a person, yep. right? Even when you're married, you don't know all of the person, you know, a whole lot more than everybody else. So like there is this element of persona that comes up. Like, you know, when I make content, like I have a persona, right? I, I'm energetic. I have a beard and I always wear a hat. This is like my uniform. Yeah. Um, you know, actually this hat at at the end of the day, on Friday, every weekend, this hat gets hung up and I pick it up okay. I put it back on Monday morning. I've never told that story before, but that's where the hat goes on Friday. I put it back mm-hmm. on for me. It's like my psychological trigger saying like, now it's time to get in the mode of doing this for the week. Like it's my profession, but it's an yep. extension of who I am. So personal brand, if it isn't an extension of who you are, right and it's some manufactured thing based on expectations of somebody else, yep. or it's based on somebody you want to be and not who you are, that's where we get all of the noise in social media and all of the noise in personal brand where you know, there's people that are, are trying to establish themselves as thought leaders. Right? And I always say, if you put thought leader in your bio on LinkedIn or social media, it's like we already know you're not a thought leader. right? right. So it's like you're trying to be thought leader. And you know what, like, so personal brand, like that's a little, little nugget on personal brand. But how did I go this way? I grew up in Philly, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, so I was a city kid growing up. Um, I went to school, went to college when I turned 19. About six hours away in upstate New York, so um, it's about you know six hours north of Philadelphia, past New York City. You go up, it's more like the country. And um, I got married, and I started a small business. I was in a band, I was a musician, so there's always been a creative like expression flair. But I was always the one, also that kind of ran the business of the band. And you know, I was what did you play? Web- I played guitar, and I was a songwriter. <gasps> okay. And so, but back then there was no real e. There was no Mailchimp there was mm. no uh, you know square space where you could just build a website quickly but just intuitively i was like oh we should have a website so we were one of the few bands that had a website and then you know like oh, we should have an email list and we should communicate and 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 like uh the the band's name was pulse like your heart like a pulse and yeah. so like that we had this principle like the people who are fans of that band are are vital like vital signs are vital so even just intuitively it's like you need yeah. to give people something to rally around to come close. Um, not too long after that, I uh, started my first business. didn't come from a, a company of entre- a family of entrepreneurs, but I wanted more flexibility. At the time I was really involved. I went, actually went to a ministerial school to, to be a pastor. So I wanted an idea to like how can I make a living and you know just give my time to the church instead of taking a salary? So I started a, a business that I knew nothing about, but I had a friend who did it, making used cars look better for dealers so they could sell them for more money. Um, I built that business not because I was good at technical things, but because um, I was enthusiastic. I cared about people and started building a company centered around company culture. And so I made the values, the center and thought, Hey, if people are going to do hard work with their hands, they're going to do it outside in all weather conditions. They better do it for more than just that because I couldn't pay them a lot. It was hard work. So had to give them more of a you know, reason to identify with one another. It's really like a very military mindset, like you fight for the person next to you. Okay. So over 15 years, that company grew. Um, it just kept growing uh, on those principles. And then about uh, in 2016, I met Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I saw him at, at an event. Um, he said, you have to be a media agency or media company, regardless of whatever company you're in. Yep. That was kind of the kick in the pants to start creating content uh for auto dealers basically because they were my customers and i said okay well i want to create content that helps them be better auto dealers not even related to the products and services that i sell and that kind of caused me to start incubating a small agency within my business where we made content for ourselves we made content for other people um a lot of the content we made was internal and then fast forward as the agency grew Um, somebody came along and offered to acquire my reconditioning business in uh, early 2018 out of nowhere, literally. So here's, here's a funny story. I know I'm kind of monologuing right now. Oh, You go for it. Um, So there's, there's this day I had met Gary, Gary's chief operating officer, James Orsini, who is now the chief, uh, the president of the Sasha group. So I was at um, the agent 2021 event. I was just sitting at a table with some people that I knew he comes up, we start talking, and I said, "Oh, well, what do you do?" He's like, "Well, I'm the COO of VaynerMedia." So I didn't know we were talking about business. About a month later, he emailed me, and he said, uh, "Hey, we're starting a new program. We think you should apply. It's a mentorship program, but we want to do some do some clients before we announce it publicly." Yeah. So um, we applied. It was now it's called Vayner Mentors. We applied. Uh, Ninety people submitted. They picked three. We were one of them, and so. I got a call i got a text from gary's assistant tyler who's still his assistant hey can you talk to gary at three o'clock i said absolutely (laughs) so at 11 a.m so that was 3 p.m gary was gonna call and i knew what it was i was like okay we probably got accepted so uh, i gary's calling to let us know um at 11 a.m i got a call out of nowhere from the ceo of the largest reconditioning company um in the united states and said they were interested in acquiring the business so i went home i said (laughs) (laughs) Honey, you won't believe the day I had. Um, So we ended up selling, we did that business did end up getting acquired later that year. And for the last 18 months, I have been peddled to the metal on congruent, which is a full service marketing agency. And so doing that in tandem with uh, making content for myself and building, building my own brand and getting my, my message out there. So that's the, that's like the four minute version of, of uh, how I got here. That's awesome. And if there's anyone still listening after all that, we can ask questions. (laughs) Of course, so
0: I'm going to take you back to Guy Kawasaki. Okay. Because he, you know, you're having that conversation with him and, and he's saying, you know, personal brand or branding or however you want to put it is, you know, is manufactured. And then you're talking about yours. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. There are so many people out there at the moment who are manufacturing a personal brand. Yep. Um, and I see it online, it's personal branding, and I think, no, it's not, it's personal brand. Branded for me, I mean, and shoot me down if you think I'm wrong, internal is, is the internal piece. Branding mm-hmm. is the shiny, shiny stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So how have you what are your what's your ethos for your personal brand and and or advice for people listening, watching Absolutely. out in the world?
1: No, I understand. It's just like any brand, uh, it has to be it has to be defined. Right. Yeah. Like what is what is do, do I want the trajectory of like first macro of my life? Like I, I say often, I want people to be able to say at you know, when I'm gone, people that have had interaction with me to say, you know what? I was better off for the time I spent with him. And it's very simple, um, but it can come in like I can influence that you know, their perception and their lives in a thousand different ways. And it's going to be different for everyone. So for me, like, that's kind of where I live. Um, like, I want people that work with me or friends with me to be able to say that. And that's going to come in a lot of shapes and sizes. When it comes to the content I make, um, you know, which which started out, it's, it's really been this combination of, um, it started out strictly automotive content. The podcast, my podcast was kind of the kickoff of it. And I made a content series about a book that someone in automotive wrote. And I was like, well, okay. I'm just going to take their book and I'm going to give some commentary on it, really commentary or summary. And we produced it to make it night. And if you go to the Clarity Compressed podcast, it's really the first 10 episodes is very different than the rest of it. And we said, we made the videos. We said, this should be a podcast. And then kind of it was developing in thread. So if you watch, you can really see the development of how it moved. If you go from episode one, you know, now we're, I think we're just releasing 116 and we've released it every week. So we're a little over almost two years in, yeah. um, yeah. So as a personal brand, my trajectory, it took me a long time to define it. I have just recently, recently, like within the last few months, which I don't advise, like define it at the beginning. (laughs) um, And recently being able to finally put words to it that I think makes it the same. Cause I have this concept of clarity. This is the clarity flag on my hat and it that's developed, it says its own story, but that's what it reminds me of when I look at it. It's my reminder. And I define, I was like, okay, I want to help people pursue clarity. But even in and of itself, if I just say pursue clarity, that's vague. Like clarity for what? So clarity in and of itself is a vague thing unless you kind of hone it and define it. So I define clarity as perspective. And perspective is the you are here pin on a map. So if you know where you want to go and you see the map and like, you're like, hey, I want to go to London, right? Right which way should i go should i go north south east west right you don't know until you know that one important component which is that you are here this is where i am on the map and for me that's what i want to do through my personal brand and through my content it's help people come to some self awareness of where they are in the journey between where they want to go and where they are because until they understand where they are like oh actually I do respond to situations like that, and I don't want to. Well, I've just given them a little bit of clarity and perspective on how they're actually affecting the outcomes in their life and, and their relationships. So for me, personal brand is clarity, clarity defined is perspective, is helping people understand where they are on the map. I love that. That's, that's a that is a perspective I've never heard before. Yeah, so- and it's just, it's come out of like, I couldn't have sat down and just done that. That has literally developed out of doing, right? So no excuse, like I'm not starting until I have it perfectly articulated because that's my mentality, but really doing and making and getting it out there and getting feedback and insights, um, all of that has been a part of my journey of just defining it. And if you go back, like I, and I'm not even kidding, it's probably been less than two or three months since I've had that, that articulate. And I, I once I realized it, I said we have to change the intro to the podcast. And yeah. so, if you go back, the intro to the podcast when it changed to where I say those things, um, that's when I really finally dialed it in. Cool,
0: cool. I need to go back and start and do, do some more digging because there was so there was so much, and I don't mean to be sound or cliche or cheesy now, but there's so much alignment here that I never realized mm. because it's that's- I. I have been going through pretty much exactly the same process, you know, like I, I mentioned earlier, I got rid of all my clients last year, I was on a journey, I pulled in I brought on a client who wanted to work with me, um there was a sign there, had the conversation, um biggest client I've ever had, um my most i'll be honest i don't usually have favorites but my favorite client was so in tune and aligned and then through that there's been other things that i've identified within myself people i want to work with and how much i'm giving so there's a facebook group tvc over the last few months has really escalated as well and i'm showing up more in there giving more value in there and i'm and i'm asking the community for their feedback on me and and the business brand and actually the business brand is really being parked a little bit Because the focus is on me as a as a person, as a human and delivering. So I'm like, okay, so how does that look? And and we've got an online academy which is ready to launch and everyone is knacking, saying, Come on, give us it. We want it. We want in. We're gonna here's the money. And I'm like, no. Because it's just (laughs) not the right time. And you know, COVID kicked in. I'm like, you're not having it because you'll buy it as a panic purchase. Yep. And this is a I'm gonna hold your hand for the next X amount of years to help you build the brand you want we're going to go through the ups the downs you know there's going to be um, there's gonna be times even when like family stuff kicks in and you'll need that support that's what this is about that's what it's about it's not just a shiny shiny i've got this lovely brand i'm going to go out and make money and run facebook ads because uh, when we get approached with like that i'm like sorry i can't work with you so i'm interested to see how how does your your essence your heart brand i'm going to call it um how does that come through your, your your now agency
1: that that's a, a you know the fact that you're you've wrestled with that component like do i build the agency's brand do i build my personal brand like which one is it um you know for me i decided to just build my stuff in the beginning especially because i knew it was the path of least resistance because i can be me very simply right and yeah. making that an attraction, and granted, like I look at Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, and like he's he's been really a marketing mentor and a business mentor, um, you know, both directly. But before that, before I had a relationship with him, you know, one to one, like I spent twelve months consuming what he was putting out, and that helped me get get my thinking. So that definitely influenced my, I think, my natural trajectory into it. For me, it was easier for me because I knew it was so tied in with my philosophy of. You know, people being connected. Like we call mm-hmm. our 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 agency. It, it we call we say we're a connection agency. Yeah. That the, the most effective marketing and advertising and brand building is based on human connection. Every time, all the time, it always will be. So, that and, and that's just the nature of who I am as a person. I thought it was easier to build. You know the momentum that I had and using credibility that I had, right. Successful entrepreneur, even the fact that my first business was acquired gives a level of credibility, right. To my understanding of business. Like I'm not just a marketer that's going to tell you a bunch of good ideas. Like I understand what it is to go out of business or almost go out of business. I understand what it is to manage a payroll. I understand what it is to, to make really tough decisions and the pressures. So I was like, okay, I have these levels of credibility. And so transitioning those through, now that has started to transition into what is congruent, my agency, what is our voice? And we're just starting to, to like build out congruence voice a little bit separate now. Like now we're starting to separate them okay. a little bit. Um, but when you, you know what it is, when you build any brand, it's a lot of grind, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of money. Um, so for me, it was the decision of like, you know, this is just, I have an easier time connecting with people myself as a person than I do trying to build another entity that connects. It's always more diff challenging for a a product or service company to connect with a human versus a human connecting with a human. So it, it comes with its own challenges, right? Now we're trying to like, what is the company's identity apart from me? Yeah. You know, and that's going to take its own work. And if you want to build a company that has value aside from its connection to you, you have to do all that work. And, you know, that's why Image Auto, my first company, we successfully built a company that operated apart from me, right? It had its own reputation, its own identity. And everyone carried that out. The front lines carry that out. So now um, we're in the process of getting congruent to do the same thing. And I think you can go either way. That's just the, the path that I chose to go. It obviously seems like the path that you're choosing to go. Yeah. I mean, I,
0: it's, it's interesting because it will say, you know, we talked really early on about how the big daddy brand and ethos was born and it wasn't, and people thought it was me. Um, I was building this persona for myself, but it wasn't, it was based on something, that, the only thing that I knew and understood, which was the relationship I had with my, my dad. I called him my dad. He was my stepdad technically. Um, but, it was that it was that and understanding how I could bring that because what I find I've been doing and was never intentional is that every client we have as an agency or me as a one-to-one I'm actually parenting them. Yep. So the great illustration, the name big daddy just falls into, into place. Um, And then it was last year I had a, I had a long um, period of time with a coach um, around, Taking on that persona of Big Daddy and, and and referencing Big Daddy, Big Daddy all the time. And it wasn't until I actually, was, you know, there's just I, I took a step back. I was like, actually, no, because that's still not what I was building. I am Stephen. And and that's and just me. Now say just me, I'm 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 comfortable. It's 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 actually it's a it's a conversation I've had with many people. And when I say about talking, build, building brand, or even being themselves, I have a phrase called being unapologetically you. I think you should be unapologetically you. You know, and excuse my language, if you fart or burp, then you do that too. But it's just being. I hate the cliche of authentic, but it's a it's a really good descriptive sure. word about right. it. Right, it's
1: still a valid word, even though it's it been is. cliched been I mean, cliche but it's
0: going to be cliche because it's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> right um so but i you know and it was like right i've lost my thread a little bit so where was i <laughs> no so
1: but you were saying like i have a question for you i'll ask go you for a question it. yeah go for um, it so what is the core belief like you your your experience with your dad was yep. so impactful and the fact the way he parented you and mentored you right? Was so impactful for you that you see that this is like the role that you want to take on in a, in a, in a marketing sense, like to help do the same framework of things for companies that need some parenting. They need to learn their adolescence when it comes to marketing, they need to mature, right? So like, that's the role and the persona was so impactful for you that you decided to take that on as a company, right? I want my company to be about this. How does that come together with like your fundamental belief? Like, the Stephen have, have a belief defined, which is like, I believe that the very best lives are lived by those who are parented properly. Right. Do you have something like that? Because I feel like that could be the bridge between like, I believe this is Stephen. So my company also takes that on. Like we believe that the best brands are ones that are properly parented from a young age or from a young understanding Right. And then that's where the two like really come strong together. And it makes an easy, you know, an easy transition. You've just written my whole, you just rewrote my hey, business. You know, that's the best <laughs> part of podcasting. It I've is. Got more ideas from interviewing people
0: than anywhere else. It's it's lovely the way you've put it. It really, really is. And and sometimes you need this, whether it's in business or just having a brew with somebody. Absolutely. Um, I, and I'm very, I am humbly, I, I am very, very grateful for that. The, the fact that you've asked me the question. Um so how it's, would you, yeah. So
1: the question, like, how would you, how would you say that? Like, what is the, what are the core beliefs? Like, why? Me, so the,
0: I suppose the core beliefs that go through the business, it, it's about authenticity. Yeah. You know, the, the values in the business are being authentic, yep. having an impact mm-hmm. and then allowing others to grow.
1: I'm sorry. I have somebody turning a vacuum on. <laughs> my daughter over there i'm like no no
0: no you're wrong steve hang on if you've got a daughter who's doing the hoovering she can put that on (laughs) (laughs)
1: because i don't have one (laughs) absolutely like wait are you telling them to stop (laughs) hey brooklyn come here for a second you have to say hi now that you've made a an audio (laughs) cameo this is this is hold on i'm gonna plug my headphones this is mr steven you know where he lives where england oh hello how are you doing good
0: well, excellent your
1: accent <laughs> thank you <laughs> this is my middle child this is my daughter brooklyn who is just starting to vacuum but she can't right now yeah i love okay. you. but thank you anyway <laughs>
0: i'll get you a ticket you can come to my house <laughs> oh, thank,
1: you. <laughs> thank you that was lovely
0: that's lovely to have her on
1: that's the best part that's absolutely the best part right there so the fundamental beliefs, like is what we were talking about, like that merge the
0: two together. Yeah, it's authenticity, impact, and growth. And to put some context to that, it's about the, the people in the business. The yeah. way I would look at it is the people in the business, we need them to be as honest, unapologetically them. Mm-hmm. Um and then we can put the the sort of the, the, the 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 overarching voice through the people voices, yeah, um, and let them have their own. Not so much, take, I suppose, take on it, really. It's, it's their own perception of it because they, they will tell the story better in their way than they will tell it in my way. Absolutely. So it's, it's having that level of authenticity. The impact is I want them to then have an impact on the people that they have conversations with, whether it's through a tweet or whether it's through a video or whether it's a face-to-face in a store. Mm-hmm. And then the growth is, is giving them, the people who have come to the business, giving them a, an, element, an element to grow. A piece of understanding, a piece of knowledge, um, a piece of love to take away with them, so that actually they just want to keep coming back.
1: Yep. And it's, it's I, I it's, love that.
0: And and that for that for me is it, they're the values of, of Big Daddy, they're the values of me, they're the values that and it's and it's changed as it's gone you know, over the last you know we, we this is our eighth year, um and it's been such a roller coaster. But what I've done is the way the business has transformed transformed is that it's i've allowed it to transform with me i've not been i, I was quite strict with it. it must be this but now it's very <laughs> fluid it's very it's very holistic as i've gone on my journey um and what i like about it is the fact that from the beginning people we we, we built as an agency of freelancers mm-hmm. but what i've done is so that the, and I didn't realize I was doing it again. It was just intuitive. It was just Mm -hmm. intuitive. I helped the people that helped me, I helped them build their business. Mm -hmm. So now when you have this challenging time and there's people being furloughed and this, that, and the other, the people still want to work with you. They still want to support you and they still want to be part of what you stand for.
1: And that's Uh, really important for me. So like, I I love what you said because it's funny, like as agencies, we, we use different words. Um, But we're very much aligned in that very human progression. Um, We, you said authenticity, we use the word honesty. Um, You know, you said impact, we use the word uh, connection, right? It's very like when you make an impact on somebody, that means like you just connected, like you got a hook in, right? And now you're joined and you use the word growth. And we use the word care for it in the sense of like, it's like a nurturing thing and now it's able to move on to the next phase. So it's funny that you use different words, but I a hundred percent understand what you mean because I think that's very human. I'm curious. And how would you, how would you tie and define that authenticity, the impact and the growth? How would you frame your relationship with your dad up in those phases? Like how can, how can you now overlay those three things and saying like he was, he was his real self. He was my father. Right. So I saw the real him. He impacted me this way. And that allowed me to grow. Right. Like now, like bringing those things together, like you just told the narrative of what a good parent does. You know, if you like frame it up in parenting, like big daddy, like that is what the best parents do. They do that. It's, 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 it's another cliched
0: four letter word, which everyone's starting to use right now. And it's love.
1: they're not starting to use it
0: (laughs) yeah people are still afraid of it a little bit but they're starting to use and it is he my dad unconditionally loved me Mm -hmm. you know um and even when so i have a younger brother so my mum remarried and, and married george big daddy um and and i had a younger brother he's eight years younger than me but he still didn't love me any less and even to, you know, I moved away from home when I was um, 16. Uh, I moved to the other side of the country because my parents were going to move to uh, Su- Suffolk um, in East Anglia um, to retire. The buyer for the house fell through this, that, and the other. I stayed down there. I was living with my sister. I started my A levels and did my education. But on my 18th birthday, it was him that drove the 600 mile round trip to see me on my birthday you know, and I was living by myself then when I was 18 and my birthday present was a microwave. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. uh, uh, <laughs> and I was like,
0: uh, but that's because he, you know, my dad was always practical and he cared. And then yeah. the same happened on my 21st birthday. I, he surprised me. He turned up and he was there. And I was like, you know, and I was like, wow, you know, and it was, and it's just, it's, I know, they're not even little things. They're big things, but it's, it's just
1: the, the small unexpected pleasure of seeing my dad. Man. And I see like, you know, it's funny, in the marketing world, we call that surprise and delight, Yeah. right? The unexpected things, right? Surprise and delight. It was just it was a microwave. It was 600 yeah. mile round trip in a microwave. <laughs> and the fact that you as an agency can provide that to your clients by really caring about what's important to them, knowing, doing the effort, um, and then you would probably coach them to do the same thing, right? Yep. For their customers and clients. I, I love this parallel. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I really think it's amazing and unique. You know, we do so much work in marketing. Like, I, I have a little a little graph that I use with with clients, especially with car dealers, because they all have they all um, naturally migrate towards like, well, why is your car dealership um, great? Why should people shop at your dealership? And they start, well, you know, we're very honest, and we're a family owned business, and we have a huge inventory, right? And to a T, they will all say about the same three to five things. Yeah, You know, so I, I make them make a graph and on the one side I say, okay, write all the things that are reasons that people, that you tell people they should shop here. And then along the top of it, I say, I want you to list your top four competitors, right? And now put a checkbox in any of those set that they can say. They don't even have to be true. They just have to be willing to say it. And by the end of that, the whole thing is checkboxes, right? So you realize there's nothing unique, right? And that's the most difficult thing in branding is like, what is special about you? What is a unique selling point that I can talk about that will differentiate you from everyone else? And then, you know, we call it market positioning. Now I can position you in the market in a place that is identifiable. And so if I have a car dealer and he's a world-class guitarist, guess what? there's going to be some world-class guitar playing shown and talked about. Why? Because it's unique. So like from, from you as an agency standpoint to come all the way back around, like you taking this approach from this experience you had, naming your agency, you know, in line, and then really making the parallel to this is the way that I believe clients should be served in a marketing. Like, I think it's incredibly unique. I've never heard it before. And I think it's very understandable because every single person, Understands that narrative; it's very human, yeah. so it's super cool. I'm excited. I'm, f- I'm, I'm excited f- about your brand.
0: <laughs> I'm excited because I now need to listen back to all of this because the challenge that I have had personally is when I get in. So this is it. When I get into a conversation with someone, I I get and I'm enjoying the conversation, and there's, there's tea involved. It's that's tea when f- you know <laughs> that, that 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 these conversations happen. But when you're articulating it to a cold audience or in a video, it's mm-hmm. I. I, I it's a struggle to 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 put to put it across yeah
1: yeah
0: it is because because the the, the emotion isn't there yet it's very cold so yeah. it's i'm i mean I, I i get on video all the time i'm mm-hmm. i'm i'm complimented about the way i do video and everything love live video over pre-recorded i'd much rather do live video because i have the conversation the connection i see someone's oh, yeah. watching but when I'm doing it, it's still t- there's still so much you have to do to get to that point to be able to have that
1: emotional oh, impact. It is not easy. And when you start doing it, you realize like you get better at it. You get better at it because you get more articulate about what you're doing. But there's no doubt that when you do it for the first time, you realize like, oh, like you have to put across that level of energy and enthusiasm. And all you're looking at is that lens right there. <laughs> and there's nothing feeding back. it is just it's the same way like in in boxing, it takes like ten times the energy out of you if you miss with a punch, yeah, right, but if you hit something it you can keep going so it's almost like that with a conversation right if when you're just talking to a lens you're just you're throwing punches that you have no idea whether or not they're connecting or not yeah and it it's it really does, so if you've never tried it try it i think now probably people more uh understand it more than ever with the amount of like you know selfie posts and things we're making but yep. when you're trying to like make content and like talk to a camera and you know people can say like oh i really enjoy it but you realize like that is a that is an acquired ability to, to talk to a lens and try to maintain some level of cohesion absolutely and motivation and enthusiasm you know, what helps is, you know, when people watch your videos and they start to the feed back, that, helps. that yes. helps because you realize like, oh, it's not just nothing out there. Yeah. There are lives and it's like making differences like that. You know, but again, that doesn't start right away.
0: No, not at all. And that's why, I mean, I've just launched a Well, last, last month we had an entire month's worth of Facebook Live challenges in my private Facebook group. And the guys really got on board. And then this month is more of a marketing challenge. So I've put the task out there of actually doing um, a series of selfies in different, you know, showing some behind the scenes and this, that, and the other. Everyone is struggling with it. Everyone (laughs) is struggling with it because it's it's set in stone. There's no movement and action. It's... You know, oh my God, I do look like this, and how, you know, (laughs) oh my God, look at that angle, look at this angle. Whereas if it's video, you're moving, you're fluid, and people think that video, they will struggle with that. But once they get past the the fear of video, Mm -hmm. and maybe get into a habit, they find that actually video is much much easier, or is much more acceptable because it's like it's real life. But that encapsulating that moment,
1: people struggle with pictures. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I didn't thought of that, but yes, it's much harder to do it that way but video is like everybody knows like you take a random screen grab out of a video and we make some of the funniest faces when we talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just gotta get past that.
0: Absolutely. So what's the future holding for you? I'm very grateful for everything you've given me so far. And I wanna make sure that everybody who's listening is can can connect with you and find out where you are
1: and what you're doing and what the future holds for congruent and everything. Yeah. So um yeah. So uh, our goal is to continue building an agency and working with brands that believe in the human connection side of the business. So really yeah. humanizing um, whatever it is. So we are a full service agency. We have 15 people right now. Um, you know, we're we're growing even in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, we're growing. Uh, we're building out a new uh, studio and office space. It's on delay a little bit because of the situation. Construction yeah. hasn't started yet. Uh, but but, our goal is to continue to do more things with more people and make brands build brands that have an impact on people's lives. My personal goal is to uh, using that as a platform and also as an executionary arm is to provide more clarity to more people. So help more people have perspective, way back to me saying, like I want people to say I was better off because for whatever time I spent with with him. So whether that means digitally, whether that means in person, um, that that's what I want to increase because I be, my philosophy and perspective on life is that it's very finite. We have no idea um, when we will be here and when we won't be here. And so I want all of all of my work with Congruent as an agency, all of my podcasting, all my social media, all of conversations like this, um, these are the only things that really continue on and i you know i can tree could follow me tomorrow right and i just none of us yeah. have any guarantee so i want to live my life in a way where i, I keep that in perspective but also just run run for the for the goal at the end like i'm just going to be able to run for the next 60 years so i know Enough it's got it. you know my best effort every week is definitely uh the podcast so yeah. clarity compress.com um, I put out a podcast once a week where I, I, just kind of try to formulate some thoughts and, and have a, like a really solid connection point. Um, I'm very involved on LinkedIn. We've been doing a lot of LinkedIn live cause we got beta access to it. Yeah. Um, so, Brilliant. um, yeah, that's trying to, try to connection. If you look at everything I put out, uh, the real question you could ask is like, Oh, what's he trying to, who's he trying to connect with right now? Like what point is he trying to connect with it? Really is the base, the base level of everything that I'm doing and putting out. So
0: just to wrap things up with you, my friend, personal brand is is really, really important. So and I, I want to try and get a message to people out there who are in business and not just looking at the so the business owner's personal brand, but what are your thoughts on the people in the business and their personal brands? Should they be um, developing those, or do you just go with the, sort of the, the key person in the business?
1: It really depends. I think on the mentality. I, I don't like to give a wholesale answer to that question. Okay. Um, just because some people don't don't like putting, you know, they don't like they they're introverted. They yeah. they don't value that connection. So, like to put that pressure on them um, when it's inherently not them, I think yeah. that that's the wrong decision for them. They'll be more effective if they're not spending their time doing that. Um, other people in the business. Should you be building a personal brand? It really depends on what you want to accomplish. Um, you can get into trouble if all of a sudden, you know, you work for a company and then you spend so much time on your personal brand that you're divided. I believe that like when you work for a company, like your first obligation is to giving them, um, you know, your best effort. Sometimes yep. that means you can bring them a lot of value by building a personal brand. A lot of salespeople, I think that's the way to go. Um, yep. even, even if you're not commissioned salesperson and, you know, you sell, uh, you know, washing machines, Like, but you have that desire to communicate with other people and have fun with it. Like, yes, then, then build the personal brand. Um, So I think you should. So it's not a one size fit all. all No, I'm glad you said that. I do think if you own a business and you want to grow that business and you're in the leadership or you're the owner, especially if you're the owner of that business, that you should, you should make your intentions known via creating content. And I think that not just because you're trying to get new business, but I think some of the best and biggest impact you can have by putting stuff out there, your philosophy, your mentality, your personality, so people can know the person. Um, I think it helps you align your team around you and attract people to your team okay. that are already aligned. And I think that that's probably one of the, the biggest benefits that even I've seen out of putting content is that when people – Come to the company, apply for a job, or join. They come because there's a vibe, and it and some there's already a level of alignment that begins to separate the people that won't fit the, the, from the people that will. I I love the fact you shared that perspective with it to a bring
0: in maybe your team members or you know instead of always thinking the right clients the right customers you, you're talking about you know the the culture and bringing that to you rather than you going to have to search for it.
1: Much more important long term long term ROI of, of the right people on your team far greater than you trying to land that perfect client. I love it. I love it. Paul, where would you like everyone to come and find more about you? Uh, my website is the best place. It's pauljdaily.com. dot com. Um, that has links to all my social profiles and, like I said, the podcast. Um, you know, the podcast is my best effort every week. But if you connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever else. Um, you you want to talk? Just DM me, send me a message. I do uh, check them and I do answer them, which is why we're talking. Absolutely,
0: about I, and that's how <laughs> we got in contact. Because I was like, oh, "Do you know what? I'm launching the podcast. I'm gonna get in it. The only way I can think to get hold of you was 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 Instagram. And I was like, yep. right, I'm, I'm gonna send that message, and that's how we connected. That's right. Absolutely, my friend. It's been a pleasure. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I could stay here all day, but I think your daughter wants to do the vacuuming. <laughs> that's right. I want her. I want her
1: to do the vacuuming, Steven <laughs> I want was- to do my vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not just saying this. It really was an honor to talk with you today. And I couldn't be more excited about your philosophy on marketing and branding and, and just what you're doing. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm literally going to go back now, plug myself in again, listen to everything that we've talked about and start taking some action myself. I hope so. Absolutely, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. So what do you think of the new format? There's tons and tons of value in there. And for me, I like the fact of just jumping on, getting to know my guests that bit more, you know, taking it away from social and understanding who the person is and how they tick. And quite frankly, me and Paul, we just hit it off like house on fire Um, and we've become really well connected ever since that podcast interview. Now, what about the value though, hey? It's interesting where Paul shared his experience with Guy Kawasaki when he interviewed him for his podcast and how actually Guy shared that, you know, there's so many people trying to orchestrate, you know, make up this own version of themselves when actually your personal brand is just an extension of yourself. So consider that. Your personal brand is an extension of you. For me, I call that being unapologetically you. You don't have to be anybody else. You know, keep telling your story in your way. There is no right or wrong. Yes, there are some fundamental marketing basics that you must hit, but actually the way you tell your story, think about it this way. When you're telling your story, when you're doing your thing, there is no competition for you because there is no one like you. You are absolutely unique. I use the phrase, your freak is your unique certainly is for me you know right people buy into me and the right people will be detracted from me and that's okay that's good you need to be looking at who you are from your perspective get feedback from your team get some input remember gain the clarity that you need from the perspective that you want your brand to be delivered so like paul said build your stuff you can be you very simply you there's nothing wrong with that the idea is to be you attract the people that like you a lot of people i get will struggle with thinking oh you know do people like me am i enough we all deal with imposter syndrome but please believe and please be fully on board with you have a message worth sharing you know, I shared in there the relationship I had with my dad and, you know, I suppose we're in hindsight, I never really thought about it too much, but do people really, really care? I've not shared that story before. The values of Big Daddy and the agency are the values that lie internally. The way I deliver my content externally are still within those those values and, and still in line with um, our ethos. Remember, there is no set formula for this stuff. Yes, there are processes you can take, but actually your brand, your personal brand, Your identity is unique to you. I must confess I've got plenty of work to do because I literally took five pages of notes from listening to the interview and and doing the edit and all I've done is just literally crop the start and the end, taking a minute off the start and uh, about 30 seconds off the end because there is so much value in there you know i'm very grateful for the time that paul as an expert in our industry has taken and questioned me and challenged me on a few things and deep dive but you know it wasn't a painful experience it was just something that i don't get the privilege to have because i'm always doing it for other people But you now have the opportunity to do it for yourself, don't you? That's the exciting thing. Get back, take some notes, go through it. Hey, actually, if you want a copy of my notes, let me know. Send me a direct message and I will photograph my notes and you can take them. There you go. I'll save you some time. So my friends, what's special about you? What is it that you do? Yes, you might sell a car. Everyone sells cars if they've got a garage. You know, you might um, sell the same makeup products as someone else. But what do you do? How do you do it? You've heard about how unique Big Daddy is and the way that we do it, the method, the methodology, the, the beliefs within the business. What are your beliefs and how can you bring those into your business and your personal brand? I wish you all the luck in the world have to listen to this because there's so much to action and there's so many benefits and wins that you can take away. So like I say, new format, I'm loving it. We're gonna keep leaning into it and I hope you enjoy the new format. And if you've got any feedback for us, please let us know. And actually, if you're out there, and you've got a purpose and you want to be a guest on the TV podcast, the podcast of purpose, the most purposeful podcast on this planet, then send me a direct message at Mr. Steve Thompson on all of my socials. Let's put the kettle on and let's share your purpose. Take care, my friends. So, my friends, remember to take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Instagram stories and your tweets at Mr. Stee Thompson. And don't forget to use the hashtag TWISTEE. Also, let me know where you're tuning in from. We want to know how far across this planet we are impacting a billion lives. And let me know how this episode has had an impact on you. If you haven't already, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave me a rating and review on iTunes because it really does help us to reach more people so we can help them build their heart brand and build the business of them. Enjoy the rest of your week. It is full of opportunities. Remember, be authentic, have an impact, and continue to grow. Take care, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode.